Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. From the ragged heart of the Rust Belt, this is Great Lakes Confidential, with your hosts, Angie and Marty. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I am stuffed to the gills. Yeah? With that super good dinner I just made. Oh, some nice barbecue chicken and uh, broccoli and cheese. Cheesy broccoli. Cheesy brock. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I thought we would talk about the uh, shoe trees. You, you want to get into the shoe trees? I want to get into the shoe trees. All right. Yeah. I, um, I did a little bit of searching because I wanted to find out more about these shoe trees. And um, so I've got some some information, some history about them. Yeah, we might need to, to clarify what a shoe tree is, first of all, for people who don't know. I mean, these are things that pop up uh, randomly around the country. Often uh, often are the, uh, the, the speculation of uh, some sort of event that may have provoked uh, people to throw shoes into a tree. Multiple shoes, hence the term shoe tree. Yes. Yeah. So here's what I found out. Yes. All right. So it's believed that the shoe trees um, started in North America during the Great Depression. So the reason why um, they think that is because people would hang their extra shoes from trees so that people that didn't have shoes could go and find a pair for themselves. So it was a very considerate. Yeah. It's a have have not situation. Um, So then... Um, when soldiers were returning from war, um, they would tie the laces of their boots together, throw them over the trees as a way of saying, like, it's done. We're, we're done. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, this chapter of my life is, is over. Or if anybody needs a nice pair of boots or to, if anybody needs to, to shovel boots, snow this winter. That could possibly have blood spatter on them from possibly. a war. But that's another story. Pre-DNA right? test. Yeah. Another story, another day. So um, what's interesting is you keep saying that shoe trees are, um, that you see them around the country, but they're actually worldwide. Mm-hmm. So they've um, they've popped up in Germany, Australia, South Africa, China, Russia, 
Um, basically, you could probably find a shoe tree on every continent, everywhere. Wow, absolutely. Everywhere. Can you imagine a banyan shoe tree? That'd be pretty cool. A what? It's a type of tree. Gotcha. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, so here's what's funny. Um, there was a writer for the Toronto Sun who um, seems to believe that shoe trees are actually some form of um, fertility ritual. Wow. How did he come to that? I conclusion? have no idea. Like, right. Like, how would you like what do shoes have to do with sex at all? I mean, aside from shoe size being. It, know, right, right, right. That's a different podcast. OK, that's a completely we're not. We're not going down that road today. Fantastic, because I'm only a nine and a half. <laughs> so um, some other people have a theory that um, shoe trees are actually a form of bullying. So when a bully steals your shoes, they throw them up into the tree so that you can't reach them. Well, maybe it's a sign of flirting then, too. When a girl likes you and right. steals your shoes, yeah. it throws them up into the tree. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so there's a lot of theories, right? We don't really know where they came from or how or why they're a thing um but it seems to be that for the most part at least here in the midwest um they're used as some sort of a memorial for people who've lost their lives Mm -hmm. um there's also the 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 theory that um if you see like shoes in a tree or over like a power line there's drugs in the area so Mm -hmm. i don't know who needs that information well this is michigan it's out there there should be shoes thrown over everything (laughs) right so so yeah that's that's you know that's the basic that's the basic history of of um shoe trees and i say basic because we don't really know the concrete history but that's those are the theories that have evolved um but what we're going to talk about today primarily are um a couple of shoe trees here in michigan that have a little bit more darker and and sinister stories attached to them so I'm going to hand it over to you, sir. Thank you, because uh, this is right up my wheelhouse growing up, uh, right up the road there in Farmington Hills, Michigan. Beautiful Farmington Hills, Michigan, southern Oakland County. Um, we had heard as kids about shoe trees, right? These notorious shoe trees. And uh, we never knew where they were because we didn't have Google Maps back in the 90s. So we couldn't <laughs> locate these shoe trees. So we would just randomly... Um, you know, hop in our car on a Friday night, like once we were old enough to drive, get some friends together and just kind of drive around outside of uh, Farmington Hills, which is kind of almost the edge of civilization in Detroit anyway at the time mm-hmm. in the 90s. Like everything west of that was just farmland for the most part, except for the mall. So we basically just pile into the car, drive around like the different areas like South Lyon and Northville and whatnot just trying to locate like you guys think there's a shoe tree around here let's just keep driving never actually going off of a mile road like just go take an eight mile straight all the way down till it ends and being like well we didn't see a shoe tree must be in the wrong place turn back around one night but this was something that you guys like you because i've never heard like i've seen shoe trees growing up but Mm -hmm. it wasn't like something like you know i grew up primarily in northern michigan and it wasn't something that was ever like you know we didn't talk about like, it was like, oh, there's shoes on the right. tree. What the fuck is that about? Nobody knows. Okay. And then you keep it moving. Right. But this is something that, like some weird, like urban legend type stuff that you heard about when yeah, you were growing it was, up. It was sort of like it, it was something that was whispered about, had like mythological status. Like there's this tree that's just filled with thousands of pairs of shoes in it. And people think that it's from a serial killer 
who killed these kids and threw their shoes up into the tree. And really, I mean, when you're talking about Farmington Hills, Oakland County, you're really only talking about the Oakland County child killings that happened during the 70s when you're talking about like notorious unsolved child murders. Yeah. Now, this was a case. um, It's been documented everywhere. It's an unsolved case. Like you could listen to many other podcasts or read many other sources about the Oakland County child killing. But uh, there were three known or four known victims of the crime and they never actually closed the books on it. Although a lot of people have speculations as to who did it why they did it and all that stuff and i think a lot of that sort of ties into the shoe tree myth whether or not it's real or not the whether or not the shoe trees were connected which i doubt they were right but it still all sort of ties together just because of geography and the region like uh you know like i said when i was a kid and we would drive around we never found the shoe tree we uh we we got tailgated and got our asses scared when we were driving around <laughs> thought we were being chased by a murderer but we never actually found the shoe trees. Now, when we were talking about this podcast to do a little research, we looked up, you know, where these located, where these shoe trees were located, and there were two places that were named uh, specifically. One of them being a shoe tree in Salem, Michigan, which is actually verifiable, 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 and actually. You know, does exist to this day, although most of the trees or most of the shoes had been cut out of the tree. People still return there and throw more shoes up into the tree. And there was another one that's mentioned that was in Wixom. The, the Wald Lake. Wald Lake. Yeah. The, the Wald Lake one. And they claim that that was by 13 Mile and Novi Road, which is just kind of like subdivision area. So. Yeah. So I think that one probably got taken down. I know that there's a lot of. Um, you know, as I was reading stuff, there was quite mm-hmm. a few that, like, they talked about how they were just, you know, ripped down because there was so much, um, what's the word, so much attention being brought yeah. to these things. And they were like, we don't want these people down here anymore. Like, we don't want them coming down here at right. night and poking around and shit. Like, it's private property. Like, right. So there's a lot of them that I don't know if it was that specific one. Well, but. that's I don't either, because when I was a kid, you know, we'd just hear about this shoe tree and you'd hear about different locations where it was at. Like, so, you know, some people say there's a shoe tree in Wixom. There's one in Walled Lake. Those are all towns that are close to each other. You know, they could have been talking about that tree or further south down in Salem, where there actually was the shoe tree. You know, still kind of close to the areas like Northville and South Lyon that we would drive through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tree was more out by Whitmore Lake. And it's still there today. We're, you could look it up. We don't really want to give you the directions because people kind of get pissed off when you're, you're bothering them. But the interesting thing is, tying into the Oakland County child killer, is that uh, the shoe tree in Salem, Michigan, is sort of in that, that farmland you know, I mean, now it's more of an exurb. You know, people are still moving out there, but it's still very green. A lot of green space out there. That green space between Ann Arbor and Detroit. Now, in Ann Arbor, tying into the whole uh, Oakland County child thing, um, there was a man in the '60s. Um, let me just load up his name on this thing. I brought up my little pad here because I, I needed to remember <laughs> his name. Uh, this gentleman. He was a businessman in Ann Arbor. And his name, you guys ready for this? I really probably should have just wrote this down instead of just doing it like this. Do it. All right. Well, anyway, this gentleman, uh, Sheldon was his last name, right? He was a... uh, um, Sheldon of Sheldon Road fame? Holy cow. We got to get into that later. 
no frank sheldon was the man's name and he was a businessman out in ann arbor um who was one of these guys in the 60s who confirmed bachelor never married uh you know in his middle age and not that that means anything not that that means anything <laughs> but you know back then that was enough to cause suspicion sure yeah very wealthy man you know loved kids was always you know spending money to uh like investing money into like a, a church um organized mm-hmm. uh, a youth group sort of thing to help uh, underprivileged kids he also owned an island in michigan up uh you know north of traverse city part of the the Fox Island chains. He owned North Fox Island, where uh, he was building a, a a camp for kids. He was saying he had like yeah. an airstrip. To this day, the airstrip's still there. People can fly in there, but the the island's pretty uh, pretty uh, grown over and yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff torn down. And this was only stuff that was discovered recently. His camps, he was actually using them to molest kids and yeah. make child pornography, and you know, have all of his rich friends show up. Some of which, some of those friends had shown up as um, names of interest in the Oakland County child case and have sort of, you know, connected the dots from there to the whole theory that uh, the Oakland child killer was connected to a larger pedophile ring producing child pornography. Now, when the heat came down on the Sheldon gentleman, he just fled the, the country, flew to the Netherlands lived there was never brought back to face any charges supposedly died but then there's people saying that who knows maybe he faked his death maybe he's still alive if he did he's still in his in his 80s if he's still alive but this was a man who um can be definitively tied to that area doing that sort of thing right fuck that guy doing these sort of things like in in the types of volume that would generate a shoe tree now, I'm not saying every person that, that whose shoes would have been thrown on there would have been a murder victim, but it's still one of those interesting connections yeah. that you've got this shoe tree that pops up, you've got this mythology popping up around it that it's involved with, you know, child killings or whatnot, and then you have all this, you know, activity in the area, these pedophile rings, child murders, all that stuff, sort of, and, you know, like in a triangle around where that shoe tree is. So I wonder if, like, there's ever been any, like, were there any victims of not just the Oakland child, mm-hmm. um, Oakland County child killer, but were, have there ever been any um, victims or, like, missing persons, family members that were, like, went to any, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if that was me, I might be like, I'm going to go check out this tree and see if I recognize any of these shoes as right. being my kid's shoes. And then, oh yeah, that looks like a pair that he would have had. I'm going to have these tested for DNA to find out. Like, it would be yeah. interesting to find out if that was ever something that was considered, you know, to do. I mean, I'm sure it would cost a lot of money to mm-hmm. to test all of these shoes for DNA. But you think about it, like, I wonder how many cases could potentially be solved just by... Yeah, just by checking out these trees, or at least making a, a complete link yeah. to those trees, and that's interesting because that's something that you bring up now can't be done because all the original trees, you know, as of like the yeah. '90s or early 2000s, have disappeared. Right. Somebody cut the tree down, and uh, like a new tree was started, probably just from you know kids who remember or people who just remember the urban legend and the fact that you know there used to be a shoe tree here. There still needs to be a shoe tree here. Yeah. Because regardless of if it's actually tied to a crime or not 
it's still a you know a source of folklore in the area and something that makes you know for some good stories around the campfire here. yeah that's crazy yeah i would i would i would be interested to see if anything like that was ever done before um or if anybody's considered it but probably not because it's pricey yeah um i um so let's see the so the road or the tree on in salem is like six mile road area Mm -hmm. um and this let's see this says that there's still there um but there's not as many shoes there as there used to be that's the one where they cut all the the shoes out of the tree yeah says that there's about 500 shoes hanging from the tree at about 15 to 20 feet above the ground um it says there's a sign that says shoes 50 cents Hmm. which is also like weird this is just right? a shoe like, merchant yeah <laughs> right like it's just like advertising that this this cobbler lives nearby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of shoes too if he's got like you know heels up in there for the ladies well no because how would you you wouldn't be able to tie them up that's there. what i'm thinking like i would love to contribute shoes to a shoe tree somewhere but i only wear crocs mm-hmm. yeah we have to talk about that um so I'm interested to know, because there's a lot, like, there's a lot of shoe trees. Um, Apparently, the most famous, the most famous shoe tree, that's a mouthful, um, in Michigan is um, in Kalkaska. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really say why this is, like, so famous, but I guess there's just a shit ton of shoes up there. Yeah, I wonder if it's got any similar legends to it. All this really says is that um, seniors from the local high school throws they'll throw a pair of their shoes up in the tree when they graduate. Mm-hmm. So not much. Um, right. I mean, I can see how that would be a famous tree then, because you know everyone for generations may have just yeah. thrown their shoes up into the tree, and it's just become a, a source of uh, you know urban pride. So in Belding, mm-hmm. there is a sh- uh, tree that's. Um, According to urban legend, um, so this is a, a tree and building that's supposedly cursed. Mm-hmm. So it says, according to urban legend, a Depression era boy lost his feet after working long hours outdoors without shoes. Uh, the tree, according to the legend, was in tribute to the boy who bemoaned the fact that shoes didn't grow on trees. Gee, so wait, so this kid lost his feet? Yeah. To what again? Just from working long hours outdoors oh, without boy. shoes, but dep- in the depression. So, oh, great. So, yeah. so he lost his feet working long hours without shoes and to tribute this kid, everyone threw shoes into the tree? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to How make sense. How about you throw shoes to the kid when you see him hobbling home? Well, he doesn't have feet to put his shoes on. So. Before you got that well, far. I mean... Am I the only one who thinks ahead? <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> I mean... You gotta head off these problems at the pass. I'm saying. I'm saying. There... Um, now, where was that? Belding? Belding. Trying to place is Belding. Belding is like Ionia area. Okay. So we're talking like. Not we're not talking copper mines. No, no, we're talking like like farm. Yeah, it's probably not even a railroad. No, I'm sure there's a railroad that goes through there somewhere, but like, you know, Ionia, Belding, uh, Greenville, like it's all the same area. Very, mm-hmm. um, like I'm not gonna look up the the. Um, 
uh, what's it called? Area code? No, 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 no. How much money you make. Oh, the, um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, average yearly income, I guess okay. I could say. So I, I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to Google it. But it's representative of farmland. It's not very large it's amount of rural. money. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Um, so, you know, but I mean, and still has no excuse to waste shoes. I know. I don't see. I mean, I'm, I'm a shoe collector, so I don't understand any of this. And like, also when I'm done wearing a pair of shoes, like if I'm finished with my shoes, I'm probably donating them or giving them to somebody else, Mm -hmm. like a friend of mine that wants them. You know what I mean? Um, not just chucking them up in the tree. No, but also like, again, I'm not throwing my DNA out into the middle of no. Like I, no. I watch. I, listen, I watch way too much true crime. Mm-hmm. Like I think about it all the time. Like what if I? Because I shed really badly. What if I was to lose a hair somewhere right. and it ended up at a crime scene and then I got the fucking cops banging on my door? Like I don't need to put my shoes full of my feet DNA. In a fucking tree. Uh, Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Are you hiding something? Because are you worried about your DNA showing up already in a computer for something? I... You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> but think about it. Think I... about it before you do something crazy. I do think about it, and that's why I don't throw my shoes in a shoe tree. I guess I never think that darkly about it. Like it's like I don't know if my DNA gets out. What are they going to do? Clone me? That's what why... are they going to do with another me? Like no, I can't even find a good job it's not gonna make another me to no not find another good job it's not about it's not about cloning you it's about setting you up for a freaking crime yeah now that's the type of shit that's what i'm saying that's exactly what i would fall for i'm like the perfect fall guy for (laughs) and that's why nonsense that's why you and i are a great couple because i'm the one that's thinking about those things i'm like no babe don't put your dna soaked shoes in that tree because Somebody is going to die, and they're going to frame you with those fucking... I just don't want to be set up for a crime. I understand. Is, is what it really boils down to. And, again, listening to as much true crime as I do, these are things that could really happen. Mm-hmm. And I would have no other alibi except for I was on the couch in my underwear, probably stoned. Like... What sort of a defense is that? It's I, not one. I don't know, but I also think that we, you know, we watch way too many uh, crime shows and we just give DNA way too much credibility. We do. Like yeah. if your if your shoes are up in a, a branch for like five years, exposed to the elements, especially here in Michigan, that's true. I don't think your DNA is really going to stick around too much. That is that is true. That's I'll give you that. But it's still one of those things that's in the back of my mind. I right. you know, as a person who has some paranoid tendencies i'm like nope not gonna leave my dna anywhere it's not gonna happen i'm you know i'm very cautious about it because i'm friggin paranoid paranoid friggin paranoid friggin paranoid we got really off uh off topic well not really off Uh topic but we're talking about the mystery of shoe trees and since they're a mystery we don't really have answers for you we don't we don't People just like to collect shoes up in a tree in some neighborhood. You know, think about it. If you live out in the country somewhere, you don't have like a tourist attraction. You might not have, you know, Michigan's Adventure near you. It's you all just do, shoes. Right. You got to do something to bring in that, that outside money, right? So you, you open up a little gas station, 
maybe five da- five miles, five clicks down the road, you decide, I'm going to throw some shoes up in there. Shoes with laces. Not my nice cowboy boots, but some nice lace-up shoes that'll hang like ornaments. Make something pretty. Maybe spread a little rumor around. Start a little whisper campaign saying, hey, you know, some real bad shit happened here in Cass City. You should come and see this shoe tree and maybe, you know, connect the two dots. Yeah, maybe. I I, I do... Not I'm that still... Cass City had anything bad happen in it, or nor did they have a shoe tree. Cass City is a beautiful little downtown. Yeah. And I mean little. Anyways. And beautiful. Like, I just, I mean, it goes back to the, you know, the the um, the thought, the theory that these are victims of some horrible crime. You know, these are their shoes. Mm-hmm. I, and, and it's entirely possible that at least one or two pairs are because, I mean, fucked up shit happens. But yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's very strange to me. Like, how would that how would that rumor have even started? Like, is there is there any truth to it? Like, that's what I would like to know. Yeah. But I you're guess, right, uh, we would never here, find out. Down here, I think it was just a, ca- a good case of timing. Yeah. I shouldn't say good case of timing because part of that timing involved four children being murdered. Yeah, but, yeah that's a pretty horrible know, thing. Timing. Right. I think right. somebody just was like, hey, oh, my God, there's shoes up in this tree. They got to be connected. Somebody had to have killed those kids. I mean, I guess the point with the, the connection, the Oakland County child killer, I should point out, number one, nobody ever ex- explicitly said the shoe trees were tied to the Oakland County child killer. No, I read I was when as I was reading stuff, there was there's definitely people that have that theory theory. Right. But right. it's just like, you know, what I mean, like it's not like the over arching theme of it it's just sort of like let you connect the dots right because like the freaky thing about the oakland county child killer was that he actually you know washed and laundered the children's clothing before he redressed them and left them to be found in areas where people could find them so chances are he wouldn't have left their he wouldn't have taken their shoes from them and then i mean he took such care of them in that moment as fucked up as it is but you know washing their clothes and and cleaning them up and everything before leaving them out to the elements. Like, I can't imagine that he would then steal their shoes and throw right. them up in a tree. Now, I think, too, the, the thing that nobody ever really brings up as far as shoe trees is the, the shoe tree, uh, the one in Salem that, that we know exists, that, that ties to all this stuff, it's on private property. Yeah. Anyone ever ask the owner of the property, like, hey, what's up with the shoe tree? Or are we just kind of, you know, accepting it as a you know, creepy little myth in our town. Because odds are, if you had property and you notice people started throwing shoes in your tree, I don't know, you might put out like a, a game camera or something to try to, you know, capture a picture of, of people doing something. Mm-hmm. You might, I mean, if they can confront kids going out there, which seems to be a problem that, you know, kids go out there to look at this and, you know, everyone in the everyone that actually lives around the area you know, maybe they're pissed off with people coming out there. Maybe they just want to give everyone a little little shock, but they kind of, you know, spook a lot of the people that go out to the area, yeah. try to scare them away. So you got to imagine if they can see kids coming to, 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 you know, gawk at this tree, then they've probably also seen people throw the, the shoes in the tree. So they know who's responsible. Maybe they're responsible. Maybe. <laughs> maybe they bought this land and they were in town one day and they pissed off a witch and the witch cursed all their crops. So now they don't have apple trees anymore, but they really wanted to grow something. So they just threw shoes up in the tree and pretended they were apples. Wow. You don't know. That's <laughs> all right. Maybe. 
So I guess at this point, because like we don't have concrete answers, we don't, you know, it's just something interesting that um, that we wanted to talk about. But I guess if there's anybody listening that has any stories about a shoe tree or anything interesting, I would totally love to hear, you know, anybody else's story. Because like I said, I never really, I never really, like, it wasn't an urban legend when I was growing up. I never was told a story about a shoe tree. Like, Mm -hmm. like I said, we would see shoes in a tree and be like, why the fuck are there shoes in that tree? And then keep it rolling. So I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, I've, I've never heard of this stuff like that before. So I would love to hear other people's, you know, stories about when they were younger or even now. Like, if they have anything, I don't know. That'd be interesting to find out. Yeah, I just always thought it was a West Side Detroit thing. I didn't know that other Worldwide. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's the shoe trees. That's so, shoe trees. That's shoe trees. <laughs> well... Probably about time we should wrap it up and head, head out. On, head on out. All right. Well, be safe. Watch for deer. Text us when you get home. Thank you for listening to Great Lakes Confidential with your hosts, Marty and Angie. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. For more information on today's topic, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Great Lakes Confidential.